How's it going, guys? We have a medium difficulty question for Derm slash Farm for Step 1, Internal Medicine, Family Medicine 2CK. 55-year-old man, he's had a two-week history of itchy hands. One week ago, he came to the physician and was given clotrimazole, which is a topical azole, topical antifungal, which was not effective. Obviously, uh, myconazole as well, you have to know is the other important topical antifungal. He has been living in a group home for the past four months since he was released from prison, which the following most appropriate next step in pharmacologic therapy. Then we have this image here, which we can say we're not quite sure what we're looking at. Okay, so this is what the NBME slash US is going to do, though. So let's just hop to the answers. Choice A, calcipotrine. It's a topical vitamin D derivative. Wrong fucking answer. This would be for psoriasis. Okay, now we're going to look through the other answer choices and think about differentials. It's not an outrageous answer choice. Obviously, psoriasis would be more likely on extensor areas, elbow. Uh, knee, it can be on the face as well. They like to give it on the lip, sometimes the forehead. All right, so um, they can give you other findings like the HLA B27 phenomena if they wanted you to think about psoriasis. So, not just P, psoriasis, but ankylosing spondylitis, inflammatory bowel disease, reactive arthritis. But we would start with cal cal topical calcipotrine vitamin D derivative, uh, topical steroids such as triamcinolone and coltar. And if those are not effective, we go to oral methotrexate. Calcipotrine. Wrong fucking answer. Choice B, dicloxacillin, wrong fucking answer. Don't confuse this with doxycycline. Dicloxacillin is in the methicillin class of beta-lactams, and it's heavily steric, which means it's beta-lactamase resistant. So anything in the methicillin class, dicloxacillin, flucloxacillin, nacillin, oxacillin, etc., these are effective against community staff. Okay, so MSSA, not MRSA, but dicloxacillin is an answer straight up on one of the 2CK forms for mastitis, which is often staph aureus. Uh, just various skin infections in general, cellulitis, impetigo, non-bullous and bullous, and erysipelas. Not only do we want to cover group A, group a strep, strep hyogenes, but we have to cover community staph, staph aureus. If you use penicillin or amoxicillin alone, you're not going to treat staph aureus. 90% of the time. 90% of the time, MSSA produces beta-lactamase. So if you give amoxicillin and it worked against staph, you got lucky. You can give amoxicillin clavulinate, beta-lactamase inhibitor, but when we're treating skin, we want to give a methicillin class beta-lactam oral dicloxacillin or IV flucloxacillin inpatient, or we can give a first-generation cephalosporin, uh, i.e. oral cephalexin, IV cefazolin. Dicloxacillin, wrong fucking answer. Choice C, topical meperosin, wrong fucking answer. Albeit exceedingly high yield of a drug for 2CK, not so much for step one. This is for impetigo. Okay, so simple cases of impetigo. They just love that on family medicine, pediatrics, okay? And students are often confused because it's a non-existent drug pretty much on step one, but shows up on 2CK. Now, it's impetigo skin. I just talked about how if you have more severe impetigo, or it's refractory, you could try orals, like dicloxacillin or cefalexin, you can. But for peds, for simple lesions on the arms and times on the face, very common, the uh, the school source, you can just use topical meprosin, very effective. Wrong fucking answer. Choice D, permethrin, correct answer. Diagnosis is scabies, okay? Now we're supposed to be, if we hallucinate, we can maybe pretend that we're looking at the linear burrows which are very supposedly buzzy for scabies, okay? I mean, we can see some dots on the hands here. We can conjecture that these must be linear burrows. In fact, I literally Googled scabies linear burrows hand, okay? So that must be what we're looking at here. And this is what NBME USMLE is going to do.
They're just going to say a guy was in a homeless shelter for four months, community home for four months. He's got itchy hands. Topical antifungals didn't work. And what's the most likely medication here? And then we just hop through. Okay, so they want you to know that scabies. Now, some of you guys watch this clip will be very astute. Okay, very skilled with your knowledge. You say, well, Mike, can't you get Staph aureus super infection uh, within scabies? And the answer is yes, of course. But I mean, we're talking secondary uh, pathologies now, right? So you can get a Staph aureus super infection. If this were to become uh, refractory to the means not responsive, uh, does not fully mitigate, go away with the permethrin, or there's erythema, uh, sometimes a low-grade fever, you can think of uh, Staph aureus super infection on the scabies, and we would we'd want to give dicloxacillin or cefalexin as I chat about. But permethrin is just a high yield topical agent we use for scabies. It's also what we use for lice. Okay, pediculosis, fancy word for lice. Pediculosis corporis, body lice. Pediculosis capitis, head lice. Permethrin as well. So real quick, trimcinolone, wrong fucking answer. You talked about it. It's a topical steroid usually. And actually, in fact, it's not limited to topical. It's usually even topical, such as for psoriasis, okay, the calcipatrine, triamcinolone, and coal tar. But I've seen an injection of triamcinolone into the carpal tunnel as an answer on uh, a 2CK family medicine form. So, of course, you're going to do wrist pad with the computer if they list it, or they can say wrist splint. NSAIDs are always a wrong answer for carpal tunnel. If, if uh, the wrist splint computer pad don't work, you can do triamcinolone injection into the carpal tunnel as the follow-up step. Surgery is always wrong for carpal tunnel. Choice E, wrong fucking answer. You know the deal, make to make more content if you like my stuff, subscribe my channel. And I appreciate your time. That's it.